Turn off your engine. Go ahead and set your keys on the dashboard. All right. What's your guys' names? Gabby. Gabby. Brian. Okay. What's going on on the side? Welcome to the Michelle Durante Show. I'm your host, Michelle Durante. And this week, the manhunt continues for Brian Laundrie for questioning the death of Gabby Petito. An arrest warrant issued by the FBI naming Laundrie as the person of interest. The coroner states the cause of death is a homicide. The arrest warrant makes provisions for anyone aiding and abetting Brian Laundrie. John Walsh and Dog the Bounty Hunter join the search. Lots of tips coming in thanks to social media. And a hiker says that he encountered Brian Laundrie driving a light-colored pickup near the North Carolina-Tennessee border Saturday, October 2nd. And what you heard was the full radio call of the encounter between Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie. Just some of the latest updates of what's been going on this week in the case of Gabby Petito and her missing ex-fiance, Brian Laundrie. Oh, unbelievable, unbelievable. There's a lot of people, a lot of cool uh, tips coming in from social media. And according to Web Sleuths, that's uh, the hiker, Dennis Davis. He was hiking the Appalachian Trail. He says he's positive he encountered Brian Laundrie close to the North Carolina-Tennessee border on Waterville Road. And uh, Dennis told the Daily Mail that Brian Laundrie was driving a light-colored pickup. He pulled up alongside him and said, Hey, man, I'm lost. Me and my girlfriend got into a fight. But she called, and she told me she loves me, and I have to get back to California to see her. And I'd like to get to California using only back roads. And that's when Dennis Davis says he suggested to him take Interstate 40. Dennis says that despite the poor lighting, he knows it was Brian driving the light-colored pickup, and he had a bandana on his head. Um, Somebody, you know, you didn't get the plate number. It's the kind of thing where it was after the fact. Like, he knew it was a little, like, weird, the question about back roads, and it didn't really dawn on him because, honestly, these, these are the kinds of things that if it's not in the forefront of your mind every second of the day... You're, it's, you're not going to realize it. Like, 
I saw Al Roker on the street, and it wasn't until like three or four seconds later that I was like, oh, that was Al Roker. So you can imagine somebody who's not famous, except by, you know, some pictures that we've been seeing for the past two weeks and some snippets of his, what is what he sounds like. Um, but he says that he saw him, and so hopefully, uh, and there's a lot of theories out there, a lot of theories. So some people are saying that he, in fact, is hiking on the Appalachian Trail, and um, he had social media pictures, Brian, showing himself out there, and, you know, he's he can do it for a few days. And a lot of uh, hikers, you know, they plan these routes, they know where they're going, and they do hop off the trail occasionally to re-up their supplies. They know exactly what stores to go to, and that's why it's really important that, you know, you, you can just be anywhere. You can be in uh, Tennessee, and you could be stopping and, and just getting beer or just getting cigarettes or getting whatever you need to get. I named the vices, the beer and the cigarettes. Or you could be buying diapers and baby food. And you might see this guy just, uh, you know, if you see him and you think it's him, just simply, uh, you know, like shout his name and see if he turns around. And if he does, you know it's him. And uh, call the... Uh, the FBI has a number you can call, get a, put their tips in. They've been inundated with tips, the local police and the FBI. So, you know, don't think that if they didn't get back to you that they just forgot about you. Unfortunately, what happens in the real world, crime does continue to take place. So they did scale back that investigation in the preserve, which is like 20,000 miles of swampland and even like a, an expert or one of the guides that works there was saying even the parts of the of the reserve that aren't underwater actually are underwater. It just sounds like, I don't know, it just doesn't sound attractive at all. Um, and uh, so, you know, it's, uh, they, they can't, I guess they just, it's just so much and so much. But John Walsh from... The Hunt with John Walsh and America's Most Wanted. He said that he believes that the family, you know, said, oh, yeah, he went hiking in the in the reserve. And so everybody's searching there for two weeks. He called it a red herring. He said he probably knew that uh, they probably knew that he wasn't there. You know, he probably had a route. Maybe he planned to go do 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 out. And then the next thing you know, he's in a car and it's very easy for him to get a car. Supposedly, there were reports that the, that his mother's family has family in uh, Tennessee. Who knows? And as the search continues for Brian Laundrie, we're starting to learn more about their relationship. One of Gabby's friends, Rose Davis, who Gabby met when she first moved to Florida, had this to say about Brian Laundrie. Seemed like such a nice couple. Odd couples look nice on Instagram. Oh, she's hilarious. And she always made me laugh, always. Easy going, she's like, hey, I love nature. Hey, camping, why not? much as I know Gabby and feel like I know Brian, we just 
never know when it comes to relationships. And how true it is. You know, how young these kids were. They were 23 and uh, 24 years old. They had this really cool deal. They were, they fixed up this van that they they saved for. They outfitted it with like everything they need for that van life. They put a bed in it and they figured out like the cupboards and the compartments. They had pictures of the inside of it. You know, they did work to it. And so it's not like, uh, you know, anything was premeditated as far as Gabby being killed. It appears that this couple that had a very, you know, volatile relationship and as Gabby's friend, one of Gabby's friends said that in sum and substance that, you know, Gabby was a good catch and Brian was afraid of losing her. And so, you know, she, you know, she, she, uh, it's, it's just jealousy and it's just, uh, being young and not mature enough and not had, not yet knowing how to handle your emotions. And you take this van that you outfitted to drive cross country, you know, the transport van <clears throat> and you start out, and within two months, you know, that's a very small space. And, you know, of course, like the first few times, it's fun. But then, you know, the novelty starts to wear off a little bit because it's like, you know, you got to get to the next campsite, you got to get a set up camp, and you do have to maintain some sort of timeline. And, um, you know, they had their roots, they had their plans, they did everything they, they were supposed to do. The Gabby's parents supported the trip. Um, they said it was something that she wanted to do and, you know, they were very happy to let her do it. And, you know, she submitted a timeline of, uh, what was going on and where they were supposed to be. They were supposed to wrap it up in October. I mean, uh, it, so it was a well thought out trip, but you know, um, there's a lot of theories out there and, you know, one of, one of them is simply that it's just, uh, he lost control, you know, and the signs were there. The, the signs were there with the uh, with the police tape that you hear, you know, and she describes that, you know, her mouth and that she's, it's like cut inside and, you know, um, I'm sure she had uh, some sorts of visi visible physical injuries and, you know, but what are they doing? They're living out in the, in the van, driving cross country for, you know, however many months, and, uh, you know, things get dirty, you're not, you don't have access to things, so they could have easily, easily just been, you know, um, put off as, or put off as like, uh, you know, just bruises from daily living, you know, a pretty rugged lifestyle. I'm going to wrap up this episode of the Michelle Durante Show, Justice for Gabby Petito, Part 2. And if you have any information on the homicide of Gabby Petito or the whereabouts of Brian Laundry, call 1-800-CALL-FBI. That's 1-800-225-5324. And you just have to put his name in Google and you'll find his picture you can uh, follow me on Instagram at Michelle Durante and my Twitter at Michelle Durante. And you see pictures. I've posted pictures of them as well. So uh, let's try to uh, stay safe, but let's try to find this guy. Somebody's got to have seen him. And uh, hopefully by next week, 
we'll uh we can have some pretty good news and some uh a little bit more closure for uh gabby's family <laughs>